Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to That Girl with me, Danielle Decker. I'm so excited that you're with me today. Um, I took last week off. I have been like a crazy person. Anybody else having a crazy summer? I feel like I'm not even sure what I've been doing. All I know is that I have been so busy, which is a good thing. But um, we spent some time in Missouri visiting my sister and my brother. We were all there together for about 10 days. Uh, so we're home now. And uh, I just couldn't wait to get on here and just kind of chat with you guys, tell you what's on my heart. And um, Whenever I miss a week, I always feel like, man, it's been a while since I've been on here. So I'm glad that you're with me. I'm glad that you're pressing play. I'm glad uh, that you keep coming back and that you're sharing these messages and that you're feeling encouraged. God is just so good. And I believe that um, he wants to use all of us. You know, he is, Jesus is coming soon. And uh, it's time that we're rising up and doing what he's called us to do. And I know we've been chatting about that so much uh, on that girl and I just absolutely love the message of how God can use any of us and um, so that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to bring you the good news as much as I can and uh, I pray that you're being blessed. So anyway uh, with that I, I kind of wanted to chat for a second about my, my last podcast which was It's Time We Die to Self. Uh, you know, that, that podcast was definitely an episode that I felt like was a little bit, um, <laughs> more uncomfortable for me to talk about just because I feel like when we start talking real personal about certain things, we touch nerves, right? Like that just happens. That's just human nature. We, we can't stop that from happening, but I think it's important that all of us, find out what causes our nerves to kind of shake because it's in those areas that God wants to grow us. And I know we talked about that as well. So I, I'm not going to go into that too much. But the but the reason I, I want to kind of talk about that for a second is because I want this week to kind of piggyback off of that just simply because as I listened back and I had time to really think about uh, the word that was shared and where I wanted it to go for this week. I And if you haven't listened, go back and listen so you can kind of uh, get caught up on, on where I'm at and what I'm talking about. But, you know, I think the reason that um, we have become so selfish is because we don't see ourselves as God's beloved children, right? Like we don't really look at God as our father, even if you are really on uh, the road to follow after God's heart and do what he's called you to do, it's really hard for us to completely grasp how much God loves us. That is hard. And it's only because we make it hard. We, human nature is to just make everything difficult, right? Like we want everything to... Uh, we, God's word is simple. He is easy to understand. We are the ones that make it difficult. And when we get in our own way, we start to put up these like mental blocks 
And we don't even realize that we're doing it because God's love is easy. God's ways are pure and true and simple. His, his word is easy to understand. He would not make anything so difficult for us that we weren't able to understand it because how much good would that do for us if we couldn't even understand or interpret what he was saying? That's not helping us. So it's easy. But, but our human nature always wants to get in the way of how easy it is for God to love us. We just can't imagine that uh, uh, the God of all the universe would love us. But it's true. So the reason we become selfish or the reason that we start to try to look after ourselves and kind of always be on the road for ourselves is because we truly don't believe. And even if you don't want to admit it, because listen, I'm talking to myself here too. Even if we don't want to admit it, we can't imagine that God is on our side all the time. We forget or, or, or don't remember or don't understand that God is always working on our behalf. And it's so easy for us to forget that. It's so easy for us to just think that we've got to do this thing on our own. But the only reason we forget it and the only reason that we misinterpret all of that is because we're not fully grasping who we are. We're not fully grasping what Jesus did for us what his payment on the cross meant for us. So I truly think that for us to die to self, for us to truly forget about ourselves for a second, and I don't mean that in a negative way. So please go back, go back and listen to, to, uh, that last episode. So that way you understand, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take care of yourself and that you shouldn't make time for yourself. I'm not saying any of that, but I'm talking about on a much larger scale. We have to die to self and it's easier to die for self when we can understand who Jesus is for us. And I think I I need to kind of, we need to go back to the basics. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What is it? How can we be that close to Jesus? How is it that simple? And I think, you know, Religion a lot of times teaches, most of the time, teaches that you've got to do something to earn God's goodness. You've got to do something to earn his love. You, you've got to work out in your flesh everything so that way God will love you. And I want you to know right now that that is so false, that that quote unquote doctrine is not of God at all. And I know you might be thinking, well, what about the Ten Commandments? You know, we, we should be keeping the Ten Commandments. Well, let me, let me put it to you this way. When Jesus came, he said, all of that is true, but I want you above all to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, if you're loving your neighbor as yourself, surely you're not going to break the Ten Commandments, right? He, Jesus was saying all of these laws and rules you're never, you're never going to measure up, right? Okay, so when we look at the Ten Commandments, the Bible tells us that the law or the Ten Commandments, the law was given through Moses. Okay, so what that means is, is God gave Moses the, the law and that was then given to the people. Well, back then, Jesus wasn't 
around yet. Jesus hadn't, Jesus wasn't even born. I mean, he was there. He was with God. We know that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. We know the word is Jesus. So he's always been with God. He is God forever will be God, but he hadn't been brought to earth yet as our savior. So when Moses uh, gave, when God gave through Moses, the, the, the law or the 10 commandments, these people were without a savior. So what was it? It was a constant sacrifice. The law in and of itself is absolute perfection. There's nothing wrong with the law. The law, if anything, is perfect. But what the law does is bring you to the very end of yourself. And that's the problem is there was so much condemnation. It was do bad, get bad, do good, get good. But they, there was constant sacrifice of bulls and goats. It was a constant sacrifice over and over because they needed something to cover their sins. But it was all the time because the law brings you to the end of yourself. You can't possibly keep the law perfectly. So God knew we needed a savior. We needed a perfect savior. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the lamb slain before the foundation of the earth. Jesus came and, and, and fulfilled every single law perfectly. That was his job. He fulfilled it all. Every single job then was slain as our perfect sacrifice rose again and now sits at the right hand of the father for us. He did that for us. So, so there's nothing that can separate us from the father in the way that the, the, the people were separated from God when, when the law was given, they had to have a sacrifice. And I would love to get into more of all of, of that, but for the sake of time, the, the, the lamb had to be perfect and the blood had to be shed for, for the forgiveness of sins. But it was only once a year and then they would do it again and they would do it again and they would do it again. But when we receive Jesus and we received his, his, his perfect uh, sacrifice, we then have a perfect position with God the Father. There is nothing that can separate us anymore. There is no sin between us and God. When God looks at us, he looks through Jesus. He sees Jesus's blood, his son's blood poured out for us, meaning there's nothing that can be held against us anymore. Yes, you're going to sin. You can't help but sin. It's going to happen. But that's the whole reason that Jesus came. If we were meant to be perfect, then why would we have needed a savior? Jesus came so that in our imperfection, God would look down and see perfection through his son. He is the ultimate sacrifice. When we can see that what Jesus did was enough, when we can see that because of what Jesus did, God loves us. There is no condemnation for us who are in Christ Jesus. When we receive Jesus, we are seated with Jesus. It says in the Bible, it tells us that as he is, so are we in this world. Well, where is Jesus? Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. 
He's seated. Why is he seated? Because the work is finished. That means we don't have to run around wrestling anymore, wondering if what we're doing is good enough, wondering if we're ever going to measure up, wondering if we'll ever be close to the Father again. No, no, no. He gifted us our salvation. He gifted us freedom of sin. Every chain was broken. We are free in Jesus We have righteousness because of Jesus. It was given to us. What is righteousness? That just means that we have right standing with God. We can come before God boldly because we know that Jesus' finished work was perfect. There is nothing more to add to it, take away from it, nothing. What he did was perfect. So I have a right standing. I can come to the Father. I now have the name of Jesus. I bear that name. And wherever I go, I have the name of Jesus. I have perfect love. I have that. And not only is God our God, but he is our Father. He is our Abba Father. Abba means Daddy. Our daddy, God, isn't that amazing? What is it that you think your daddy wouldn't do for you? What is it that you think your daddy wouldn't give to you? Don't you think he would love you and want to take care of you and see you in the very best life that you can live? If somebody in your family was to sacrifice themselves for you, Wouldn't you want to live out your days living up to that person's name? Doing everything you could to to bring uh, pride to that name. Well, that's what Jesus did for us. And don't we want to live up to the name of Jesus? He died for you and you've got to start seeing that personally. You've got to see yourself with him. When you say Jesus died for us, it's Jesus died for me. He saw you. When he died on that cross, he saw you and he still sees you. And God sees you through his son in all of his perfection. You cannot live under the old covenant any longer. Jesus came that we would have a new covenant. And like I tell my kids, what is a new covenant? It's based on new and better promises. The the old covenant, the law promised you nothing but death. The wages of sin is death. They were sinning because they couldn't help but sin and, and their payment was death. But Jesus came And he paid the debt. It's free, free and clear. There is no more payment for sin. It's been paid. It can't be paid for again. Jesus came to us. Grace and truth came through Jesus. Isn't that more personal? Do you see that? The law was given, but grace and truth came. Jesus came to us, his grace, his unearned, unmerited favor. It's not about you. It's never been about you. Forget about it. You're never going to be good enough. You're never going to not sin. You're never going to be in that position. 
But that should make you happy that all the pressure's off. Jesus did it all. And through him, you can be good enough. Through him, you can do whatever it is that God's calling you to do, not by your own strength, but on his strength. He's the one. Through him, it's never been about your perfection. Again, if it was about your perfection, why would Jesus have had to come? He didn't have to. He came because he knew we needed a savior. There is nothing separating us from the father anymore. So when we can see that, when we can truly, truly grasp that the reason we have a right standing That the reason God loves us so much is because he sees his son, the ultimate sacrifice. If we can understand that it's not about our perfection, it's not about us getting it right every time. Do you know what sin actually means? Sin just means missing the mark. We're going to miss the mark, guys. It's going to happen. We can't help it. But that can't bring you down. Condemnation... That comes from Satan. You are not condemned any longer. You have been set free. You've got to start speaking these things out over your life. And when you understand the love of the Father, when you understand the love of the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus, you can start seeing yourself in a new light and you can start actually receiving what God has so freely poured out to you. It's hard to receive a gift that you don't think you're deserving of, isn't it? If you think, oh, I don't deserve that, it's hard to receive it. But you've got to start understanding that it was never about whether you were good enough or not. Jesus was more than good enough. And he's saying, it's not about you. I'm giving it to you. All you have to do is receive it. And it's not just your salvation. It's every single thing that you need in this life. Everything. What do you need? Say it. What do you need? That's what God has for you. Because of Jesus, it's never been about you. It's, it's only by the grace of God that Jesus came. Unearned, unmerited favor. Your works will never get you into heaven. It is not of works. It is not of works. It is by faith receiving by faith the gift that was paid for. So when we see it that way, we can die to self because we understand that Jesus came for us and that it was never about self to begin with. So when we can walk out God's goodness, when we can walk out his plan, we can forget about self and rely on God, come to the end of ourselves and say, I don't know how to do any of this without you, but you do. So I'm coming to the end of myself. I'm surrendering everything. I need you and only you every single day. Take care of me, Lord, and I will do your will. We can walk out what he has for us when we surrender to him. Forget about yourself. And I mean that in the best way. We don't have to think about ourselves anymore. I don't know about you, but when I start thinking about myself and my problems and what I've got going on, I just start going down, down, down. 
It's, it's not any fun to only think about myself. When I start praying for other people and doing for other people, that starts building me up and God's going, yes, that's because I need your, I need you. You're my hands and feet. So you keep doing what I've called you to do and I'm over here taking care of you. It's like, yes, God, I want to be in God's economy. I want to work in the cycle that he would have for me. And that's you do what God's called you to do. And he says, I'm taking care of you, blessing you more than you could ever handle. Blessing upon blessing, mercy upon mercy, grace upon grace, favor upon favor. That's who Jesus is. That's who he is for you. So we need to get back to the basics, which is Jesus loves you. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. That is who we are. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. There's nothing that can separate you from the Father. You can come boldly to him and make your requests known to him because you have a right standing through Jesus. We can let go and let God be God for us because it was never about us to begin with. You guys, I hope that this message has blessed you. I know that it's hard to sometimes take in God's goodness, but that is real. His goodness is so big and so wide and so vast that it's hard to even grasp it. But when we stop putting our trust in our own works, we can start seeing the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus and just how much he loves us. I pray that you'll get in the word, open your Bible. And if you need prayer for anything, if you need anything at all, please find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram. I would love to be a blessing to you. And if you want to join me this Sunday at 180 Church, 10 a.m., I would love to see you. I'll save you a seat. Get in with a local church that can be a blessing to you where we can lift one another up because the time of Jesus is coming. He's coming for his bride. And we all need to be excited about that. Let's be with believers. Let's lift one another up in the way that God would have us to do. You are more than enough. You are well equipped to do the will of God. I pray you'll have a blessed week and I'll see you here next week.